little shunk. Morning, hands. No, but I've seen one through the glass. I was fogging up the glass as I was uh. looking. I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome once again to this episode of the Chill Filtered Podcast, where we drink whiskey so you don't have to. My name is Brian. Across from me here is Cole. And this is episode 294. Today, for episode 294, we are drinking Buchanan's Deluxe 12 Year Blended Scotch. Hey, yo. Before we get into the podcast, though, a little business. If you are YouTube inclined, if you are, uh, if you get on YouTube, why don't you hit up a If you get into YouTube page? in a big way. Yeah. <laughs> you subscribe to the YouTubes. Yeah, yeah. Go in there to Not our page you. and uh, give us a little subscribe, maybe thumbs up a couple videos. That really helps us out. It does help us. And uh, and especially if you're thumbs up in videos, it it will also let us know what you're interested in and what you liked totally. and everything. And, you know, leave Take a comment that. too, you know, if you yeah. can. But, uh, but for now today, we're focusing on the subscribe. So please yeah. subscribe. We'd appreciate it. But that is it for the business. Now for the podcast. Cole, how was your pizza that you just ate right now? It was actually really good. So sometimes I'll like come home, like, because normally I like gotta, I normally make dinner, actually, pretty much every day I make dinner for my family or, you know, provide dinner for my family. And on recording nights, normally I'll get pizza because it just leaves me something I can leave in a warm oven and tell them when they get home to like, hey, I got food. Don't worry about it. It's in the oven. Um, but, Normally I'll like run up here and like throw a pizza down and it like burns the top of my mouth. And I'm like, nope, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to enjoy this pizza. And I will tell you, that was a really good piece of pizza. Nice. And it wasn't sadly for Heather. It wasn't Pizza Hut. It was yeah. Marco's again The uh, easy because one. it's closer to my house. Yeah, it's right next to a liquor store as well. So that helps. You get to pop um, in, see what's in there. Yeah, the funny thing these days is like I'm never surprised going there. Like I'm never like, oh crap, they got this on the shelf. Maybe I guess right. like a few weeks ago was the Traveler's whiskey, but they still have it on the shelf. Um, but I still go. There's nice people there. I really like talking to the like they're they are they're good people. Yeah. I it's better than Total Wine where they're like think they know what they're talking about. <laughs> And they don't right. know what they're talking about. Like the yeah. people there like kind of understand that they don't know everything at the ABC store I'm talking about. They they don't know everything about whiskey, but they're down to talk. Yeah. And uh, but the thing about like Total Wine is they, they come across as if like I figured this out. I know what whiskey is. Why don't you check out this uh, random uh, Total Wine? What do they call them? Like the, the picks Spirits they have. Direct. Spirits Direct. And it's just yeah. like, no, I'm interested in not any of those. I know. Uh, except for apparently Redbreast is Spirits Direct. So I'll tell you. Oh, is that. it? Yeah. That's, oh. um, I wow. think I got like a discount because I, when I bought my uh, Redbreast 21, because it was yeah. a Spirits Direct and I got a coupon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, that's what I do. And that's, yeah, like I mean, like I said, like that's, it's like apparently if you go to like Italy versus France, if you like try to blend in with like the French people, they hate you. But if you try to blend in with the Italians, they're like, hey, you know, like, <laughs> we love you. Thanks for trying. Nice. Um, That's cool. Anyway, it's kind of like that, except the total wine people, we don't accept you. We, we, we appreciate <laughs> that you sell us stuff. But like even like going there, waiting in line in the morning, they would like have an attitude about the people yeah. waiting in line. I'm like, I'm not a jerk. I'm just right. here looking for good whiskey. I'm not going to be a meanie about it. 
but yeah. they were like, here, you get mine. I don't know. It was like, it was funny. Yeah. They uh yeah they they kind of talk down to the people who well okay not uh, no that's gross not generalization yeah. yeah some of them uh, yeah. and and also to be fair some of them are super cool there's mm-hmm. a couple guys at a couple of the stores around me that I just know that they're the guys to talk to and if they that's start cool. chatting me up like they've seen me around they know mm-hmm. um but uh you know the there are also people who are like uh. I don't know, a little pushy and yeah. you can tell they're trying like salesy stuff. They're trying to push totally. their high volume products and things like that, which, like, you know, that's their job. They're supposed to mm-hmm. push the high volume products. Yeah. Uh, I was curious if like at the ABC store, do they seem to push high volume? Nope. Products? I don't think there's any sort of like commission for the exactly. store or exactly. for the, you know, people or like, cause that's what it is with total wine. It's like, it's not so much that like they're the, the, the employees there are paid on commission. It's that the spirits direct, like they get a boost from that or something like that. And it just seems so insincere. They absolutely Um, do. Yeah. So none of that, the store that's, that sells the most spirits direct, blah, blah, blah. You know, they get, they get incentives and things like that for sure. Mm -hmm. But I mean, the ABCs are state run. Like they don't care. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally the guy at my, uh, like my favorite guy at my local ABC store, he doesn't even drink. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which yeah, says something is like i enjoy talking to him and i'll yeah. be like hey you know like i enjoyed this and this and this and he's like well i can't help you there but we can talk about it and like and i'll recommend things that people are recommended or what you've recommended to other people yeah um right but i think that there's a sincerity to that that i appreciate you know for sure um yeah. but yeah had that great piece of pizza great nice. piece of pizza um <laughs> fun fun thing my uh my sister amanda shout out to amanda uh, she is coming in tomorrow and we are going to hang out. It was like yesterday. We're recording on a Friday this week. On Thursday this week, my sister's like, or maybe it might have been a Wednesday, but either way, it was kind of late in the week. She's like, are you guys going to be there in Richmond on, and she's in Philly for the record, uh, on Saturday. And we're like, we can be like, we basically had a date night planned, but it oh, was cool. just me and Heather. And so we like canceled our plans and we're yeah. just going to hang out with the girls and Amanda now. Uh, which should be fun. I was I was telling someone about, I hope she's not listening, but maybe she is. I love my sister, but I also don't need to know everything about her these days. Like, cause she's, she's elusive. Like she is, um, I think we do best when we don't dig, if that makes any sense. Like okay, in our yeah. lives where we keep it on a semi surface level, we enjoy each other's company quite a bit and love hanging out with each other. But if we like want to like, dig a little deeper it might be pushing boundaries uh, yeah t- tell me it, if you want to talk about no, it yeah. <laughs> but uh, like no, yeah. well, so what, basically it comes down the, to like, what's the like boundary? She, so she has a boyfriend and i'm not going to ask about him unless she wants to tell me about this boyfriend is that because like, you don't want to know i don't want to i mean i do but i don't need to know that's really okay. what it comes down to it's like okay. uh, you know i might even just ask about him but i'm not gonna prod like if gotcha. she doesn't respond well to like me talking about a boyfriend then i'm not going to ask any more about the boyfriend but that makes it it's weird because there's a sensitive line there but it's like will i enjoy my time with her if i don't ask probably if it might i have a probability of not enjoying my time talking to her if i do ask maybe Hmm. uh and that's why i just and it's not even i don't even feel bad about it like it's like we we want to do and i i know that about me and amanda is that we want to be be at peace with each other. And it's not like we're like always fighting or something like that, but we'd rather 
keep it semi. And I, when I'm, I'm not even saying like surface level, I'm not saying we're being shallow. I'm just saying we don't prod. Yeah. Like if, if we respond interestingly to a topic, maybe we'll back off of it. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't, like I said, it doesn't mean we're being shallow. It just means we're being sensitive, I guess. Yeah. 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 That so, makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that's cool that you got to figure it out too. You know, that, uh, mm-hmm. The two-way street. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like you both understand each other enough. Totally. <laughs> and and the good news is she loves my daughters and she loves my wife. And we want like like when she told me, I was excited to hear that she's in town. And I'm excited to hear she's got a boyfriend who lives in Richmond. Um, because that may, means she might be hopping down here a little bit more. Nice. Um yeah. but um but I there let's just say this. There were times in our relationship where we where things were tense. Okay. Um, yeah. And so I didn't enjoy that as much, and therefore I don't pursue that as much. Yeah. Or what what happened, you know, and prodding and yeah. asking and you know what I mean, keeping yeah, it and, not sensitive. Yeah, it makes more sense to know that you've gotten to that point where, yeah. like, uh, and then now you've 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 reined it back in a little bit. Totally. It's not that like who knows, maybe your relationship could blossom if you both. Uh, but yeah. no, like you've both reached this point where it's like, mm-hmm. and now we know where the middle ground is. Yeah, and maybe we'll build up, but I think that our times of tenseness did not make us enjoy being together. And when you yeah. don't enjoy being together, you're not going to build up a relationship. Totally, and I yeah. think like I, my goal, I guess, like if I really think about it is to continue to grow in this relationship with my sister. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to do that sensitively. Yeah. You know, so. now you said she's in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. uh, and this thing clicked in the back of my mind. It ends today. So I might even reach out to her today. The Are you talking lotteries? about the, the good wines and spirits? Uh, uh, BTAC lottery ends today. I, yeah, something in the back of my mind said that there's some Pennsylvania lottery yeah, yeah. something, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an ABC, or it's a control state as well. Okay, and yeah. The lottery for BTEC and Pappy ends today. So I might just call her and be like, hey, can you sign up? I'll pay for everything. And, you know. Yeah. I know Bryce is doing it. Shout out to Bryce hey. Friggin Marita, a Pennsylvanian. Nice. Not by yeah. birth, but by <laughs> heart? Heart? And Bryce, tell all your friends, tell tell uh, your your other friend K Man, who I can't mention on the podcast, Ooh. and tell Riley, and tell your mom. No, your mom probably lives in California slash Japan. So your mom, um, I don't know about that one. But yeah, you should call your sister for sure, though. Yeah, what's that? Oh yeah, you should. I mean, you should call your sister. I mean, what's Never gonna do. hurt? You know, we're on that. Yeah. We're on the good level right yeah. now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. Especially if they got like an Everwear 17 on the table. You know, it can't hurt. <sighs> so I heard that uh, 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 David Lipitsky won a, uh, a GTS. Is that that's right? That's right. Yeah. Congrats. Uh, they, Shout out. David won a GTS. My buddy Sean won a Thomas H. Handy. Nice. And my buddy Clint won a Lot B, actually. Oh, nice. Uh, and then my in-laws, as we discussed previously, uh, also won a Thomas H. Handy. So those are the those are the four winners of anyone that I know of the entire okay. thing. Here's a what whiskey would you choose, real quick. We're not going to put it online, but <laughs> Thomas H. Handy or Lot B? What would you go? Oh, with? Thomas H. Handy for okay. me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the uh, oh yeah, or Lot B. Yeah, right. Um, you know, I, I I've still never had old Rip or Lot B. It e- can be good. Those lot ones. B can be a great. Yeah, but, but just like the value sometimes is. I already know I like Thomas H. Handy. 
Totally. Yeah. And it's always different and it's unique. Yeah. 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 Um, I've talked a lot. I'm going to say one more thing and then I want to hear your thing and then I want to hear how you're doing. So my last thing is I am entry buzzing. I believe this is a John Hughes joint, um, but I am drinking a Wilderness Trail Harvest Rum. I believe it's John. John, correct me if I'm wrong. Other listener who sent it, maybe correct me if I'm wrong. Um, But I believe this is a John Hughes joint. It's a rum. Nice entry buzz. It is weird and funky and young, but I still dig it. Uh, So yeah, Wilderness Trail. We were talking about this before we started recording. We're like, I trust Wilderness Trail with a rum. Like yeah. they they kind of nail everything, yeah. Uh, and it's so funny. I, uh, you know, why we've talked about this before. We love Wilderness Trail because they're scientific, like they are yeah. scientists. I love and, Wilderness Trail. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why I would trust them with something simple as a rum. Um, but uh, we're gonna. Uh, it's weird. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy it, but it's it's uh. I almost was like, here, smell this. To my mic. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I can't do this. So. Smell my mic right here. That'd be crazy. Could you imagine? Smell oh, like a microphone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so does it taste like aged? Do you think it's aged a little bit or is it just white straight um, rum? I would say it's aged. I mean, it's definitely not white, um, like in color, at least, or like clear. Yeah. Um, but I would say it's aged a year, maybe. Okay, yeah. So it's got that youth to it, maybe that you would expect from like a small barrel uh whiskey. Yeah. Um, but it's sweet, approachable, grassy, funky. Correct me if I'm wrong, John Hughes slash other listener who sent this in. So Yeah, I just feel like yeah, Wilderness Trail would not I feel like they would not just put out some random thing just just to make a buck like this had to either be an experiment or I feel like there had to be some reason why they did that because that that's not a standard offering. That's um, weird. And we talked about this a little bit before we recorded, but we've talked about this on the past on the podcast. Wilderness Trail is one of the only distilleries that started up not sourcing at all. And their minimum age product was four years. And so that's really impressive. They had to wait four years before any idea of profit came in, which right. shows how serious they are in yeah. having their own great product. So I love yeah. Wilderness Trail. We got to like, re- have we, have you reached out to them? Ooh, that's next. I'll do that's that. That's on next. you. I, yeah. I think you, that's a you thing, but I, right. you know, I would, but I'm like, no, you, you I think you'd like that. One. <laughs> I will reach putting out. out crazy stuff too. You yeah, know? they are. Yeah. Yeah. And they seem so fun too. I get their emails mm-hmm. talking about the parties that they throw at the oh, distillery cool. for anniversaries and stuff. And like, mm-hmm. it all looks so fun. And they have an adorable distillery cat. So, oh, cool. Just named like Cooper. Whiskey Del Bach. Cooper. <laughs> I love that name. I know. Perfect name. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, I am entry buzzing on. Uh, I got a sample from Jim. Jim Hathaway. Uh, yep. And uh, it is Johnny Walker Gold. Johnny Ooh. Walker Gold. So, Figured I'd go the blended scotch route because yeah. we're drinking Buchanan Deluxe 12 year today. I got some compass box right here. That I almost that's what I was gonna do. Out. And then I saw the sample from Jim and I was like, oh yeah, I should I should try that. It'll, it'll be my second entry buzz, right hey, on top of the rum. The pre-re-entry buzz. Yeah, the re-pre-entry buzz. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, um, yeah, uh, how you been? Yeah, good, good. Not a not a heck of a lot going on over here. So not a lot of stories, just the 
the fries stuff. I'll give you a little insight actually on the fries. So just chatting yeah. with people and uh, people who were going early. Did you go today? I went today. Yeah. Today was, yeah, the, last today was the last day. Yeah. Yeah. I got was it Gilbert. Yeah, it was right here in Gilbert, so it was really close to home. Is that the one that I used to live? I guess you don't know where I used to live. Was that the one on, um, don't tell me, don't tell me, Um, uh, Dobson and, uh, uh, okay, wasn't that one? Oh, was it the (laughs) one, like the the market one near, um, near like, uh, what's that road called? Uh, You, it's the big one, (laughs) the new one, you know what I'm talking about? Yep, that's it. You nailed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was Higley totally. and uh, Baseline. Higley and Baseline. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty new. I think they built it about four years ago or something. But um, cool. uh, anyway, it's one of those big, big new ones. But yeah. um, I got Sam to go with me. I got Katie and Curtis to go with me. Um, I was trying to enlist a couple coworkers, but you know, people were busy. It's no big deal. Flakes. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> it's all good. Uh, anyway, um, none of us won though. Um, and, uh, so I was talking to some people like, like, Hey, what time did you get there this morning? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, people Mm -hmm. who actually waited in the bottle buy line to go through and try to grab, you know, I think four roses limited edition was the, was the like most premium thing in that bottle buy line. And then they had, you know, just a ton of stag store pick stags, Mm -hmm. Weller foolproof, um, all, all that jazz. Um, and uh so there's a guy who i heard got there uh okay the window started at seven it was from seven to nine a.m mm-hmm. got there at 1 50 in the morning yep that's not as bad as i expected oh well i mean here he was 90th in line oh, okay i thought he was first in line yeah no no wow no. 90th yeah. in, and what did he get uh he got a small or sorry a single barrel ehc single barrel and okay. something better what was the better thing i'll think of it later was it, uh yeah i don't think it was just a stag i think it was something a little better was but um probably anyway. buffalo trace though yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um anyway um yeah so that was 90th in line at 150 wow. in the morning that's like I, 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 I mean i'm first in people. line in virginia if i start at seven but it opens yeah. at 10 <laughs> right, right. Uh, but there were, I, I think I heard, you know, just as soon as that 24 hour window opened up where people were allowed to line up, there were like seven people right there ready to go. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a hard one. To, I yeah. mean, if the best thing there is a Four Roses Limited, it might not be worth it to me. Yeah. I enjoy uh, Four Roses Limiteds. Don't get but not, you would literally have to wait outside for 24 hours for a four roses Ugh. limited here. And it, and it was a stag and a single nice. barrel. So okay, cool. about five hours of waiting 90th in line stag and a single barrel. And then, Oh, he, well, for what it's worth, he also did win a Thomas H handy, but that was oh, just out of the lottery. So that was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. that's a bummer. Is it too yeah. late to like get called back for like a follow-up if they don't, uh, Mark, the guy who runs it said, um, twice in the history of his doing this, like five or six years, uh-huh. twice has somebody just not come and pick something up. And then, so the next day they did have to redraw the next day, but that was you last year. No, 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 no. Sorry. Didn't you get an Eagle rare 17 off of a, yes. Okay. Go uh, ahead. Uh, no, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> I did get an Igor 17 and that was um, just a straight up normal lottery win. Oh, but you um, got like a Van Winkle 13 rye or something like that, wasn't it? Oh, no. you tell it. You tell it. You're better than me. 
uh i at this location actually the uh-huh. gilbert the gilbert raffle last year uh-huh. i went about like 15 minutes before the window closed dropped my ticket and then boom like 40 minutes later uh, got the call that said hey Maybe. got a igor 17 for you come pick it up so that was um yeah definitely never won any van winkle or anything though but Ugh. yeah and for what it's worth you know didn't win anything this year so don't don't no, feel too cold's not as sad as last year <laughs> yeah but hey i mean virginia hasn't opened their lottery yet for the BTAC yet so yeah and you said that's coming up soon right yep mm-hmm. well no normally it's like it could be like april before they do that yeah. so it'll probably be in the next few months nice i think about a month from now is when uh total wine one will happen oh that's right yeah so that's I mean, that's it that's that, the how final... many like entries do you get do you just get one entry among the reserve members or whatever uh for however many rewards points you have mm. that is how many entries you get into oh, wow. the lottery you that's have cool. to have twenty five thousand points At in least, order yeah. to even be eligible Mm-hmm. And then, boom, once you hit 25000 and you're eligible now, which is uh-huh. $2,500 spent, by the way. So, Have you um, ever gotten there? Have you ever gotten anything from Total Wine? Yeah, um, nothing super crazy, but um, mm-hmm. Blanton's Gold actually is probably okay. the craziest thing that I got. Um, cool. But, you know, Weller Foolproof. Oh, no, actually, I got a Weller Single Barrel last year. Nice. This um, year? Or last year? Last year, yeah. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, baby. that caliber stuff is what shows up there for the mid-year raffles. Mm-hmm. And then after the end of the year, they delay it for a couple months. I don't know why. Uh, and then they they pull for the Pappy and BTAC in March. So that's yeah. cool. Cross yep. my fingers. Fingers crossed. Yep. <laughs> yep. The more the merrier in terms of entries. Yeah, for you. Yeah. Call everyone you know in Virginia. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I mean... Yeah, I'll basically you, one of the one of the things you got to put into the entry uh, thing online is your last four digits of your Virginia ID number. Oh, that's a new uh, thing, right? Which is good. I think it's a great thing. But I just got to collect a few for my wife's family and just be yeah. Like, hey, can I see your license for a moment? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they just institute that like last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was new. And I think it's a great thing because yeah, right. it takes people like me who are putting in twenty entries out of the game and but i've I've had more success with this new method only putting in two to three entries than i had with my 17 entries before so Hmm, that's good yeah yeah now you just got to get more friendly with more of your coworkers, and you know when you see they leave their wallet at their desk you gotta like sneak in there and and (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. you know i wouldn't put it past me Do it for the Eagle Rare 17. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, One of these days, actually, I know Bryce is on this train, but one of these days, um, some of our listeners will be like, I just want an Eagle Rare 17. I could enjoy it, but I think Cole would enjoy it more. And so that's what Bryce does. Every year he applies or he puts in entries for Pennsylvania's BTAC with like extra emphasis on Eagle Rare 17. He's like, if I win it, it's going to Cole. And I'm like, Bryce. Nice. That's cool that he can do so extra emphasis. That's cool. Yeah, I think you can choose five bottles that you want entries for there. And they, you know, they have Pappy and BTAC and maybe a few other things. So you, you basically choose yeah. your top five. And I think cool. he puts number one on like Eagle Wear 17. So yeah. shout out to Bryce Marita for the second time today. 
I like, uh, I, I know we're running a little long, but I like the, uh, the total wine method. You just prioritize and oh, cool. then, and then it, when they choose, uh, if the ticket gets drawn, it gets drawn for the person and oh, cool. then they go through the person's priority list until, oh, oh, and if it's, we, if they already have, have that in no stock. more of one, they'll move on to the next. Exactly. Yeah. So That's you nice. get your highest your you, you don't uh -huh. have to play the game of like oh i bet a lot of people put in for this so i'm gonna put in for that yeah. you don't have to do that at all because that's you just cool. get whatever the highest available slot is in your priority mm -hmm. list yeah that's cool that's pretty good man we spent a lot of money on whiskey <laughs> so okay so last year i you know we get patreon stuff and i'm gonna at this point i gotta put that towards my income um but that also means i get to expense a lot of things regarding right. the podcast yeah. Uh, and I'm a little scared. I have a uh, EH Taylor, or no, I have a, um, it is a um, uh, tin cup 14 year tube that I've been storing all my receipts in from 2023. Oh, and I'm gosh. a little scared to go through it because there are a lot of receipts in there. Nice. Like so many receipts that I had to start folding them the right way so they'd all fit in there. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah, I, I, the funny thing is, is that, you know, I'm, I'm not cheating anyone to get that money. Like it's all my jewelry money basically. Yeah. But, um, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like going to be ashamed that my wife is like, basically like you spend all that of our money. No, it's not her. It's not our money. It's like my personal money. Yeah. Um, if I did that, if it had spent our money on whiskey, I would be hearing about it. Um, <laughs> but it's weird to be also like, yeah, I, I mean, I, it's probably going to be between i don't know two and five grand probably probably yeah. um and that's a lot of money so <laughs> but yeah some of it's for i mean it's all for the podcast the irs it's yeah, all for the podcast <laughs> so yeah oh but uh i was excited i sent you a, a message with this but i sent you a bunch of samples from my collection very uh, good very good and um, we're going to be doing some of our not repeat bottles, but we wanted to like really expand the pool of reentry buzz samples. So we're like picking a bunch of our own stuff and just putting it in two sample bottles, one for me and one for Brian or Brian. Does the same yeah. Way opposite, and some of them are just like solid pours, mm -hmm. just like, yeah, just eat, fill it with normal, good stuff. Just yeah. so that, you know, there's a, there's a nice even playing field and it's mm -hmm. not just full of like, oh, there's this weird one-off crazy yeah. port finish from blah, blah, blah. Like totally. that way there's just like some solid staples in there too. So I'm pretty yeah. excited about that. I, uh, I put almost the complete, I almost completed a bottle of, uh, or the, my bottle of a single oak project barrel 16. So I hope that'll make a really fun um, re-entry buzz episode. And cool. it might be a great opportunity to see if I like it as much as I did when we uh, exactly. reviewed it. That's I what I love like about like a 9.7 or something like that. Yeah. yeah. That's what I love about this the most mm -hmm. is like, I can't wait for the day that uh, unbeknownst to us, we pull out George T. Stag, and I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't know, 8.2. <laughs> yeah. You know what we should do on the re-entry buzz is at the end before we ex or before we show what the bottle is, we should rate it. We haven't oh, we, yeah, we told yeah. how much we'd buy for it, but maybe we should rate it too. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's yeah, do keep it. an eye out, listeners. Uh okay, we're going long. Wow, we're going way long. All right, you ready to uh talk about some history this week? I am, yeah. All right, we'll be right back. We'll talk about some history. 
All right. We're back. Uh, really quick shout out to John Hughes. I have a feeling it was him who supplied me with this entry buzz today. Shout out for the last time. And a shout out to Ken Blepzig. Uh, seeing uh, if we can go a whole episode without shouting out uh, his counterpart. Um, uh, not because I'm tired of shouting out this man. I just want to see if it's possible. <laughs> so... Um, Another shout out to my friend Adam Irvin uh, for giving me this bottle. Uh, was it a gift? I don't even think so. I think he was just trying to hand it off to me. Uh, that was like three years ago uh, when I lived in Arizona. He was just like, hey, you want this bottle? It very well could have been, yeah, around three to four years ago. Um, and I was like, sure, I'll take whiskey. And I still haven't drank it at it to this day. This is the first sip I'm going to have of this bottle that is like four years old amazing um so yeah first opportunity so uh buchanan's deluxe blended scotch is a 12 year uh this is definitely or rather we definitely haven't done any buchanan's uh whiskey on the brand as a brand before uh but we have done diageo products before uh plus we've now done a number of blended scotch episodes these days funny enough it took us uh i believe it took us about 176 episodes to get to our first blended scotch on the podcast. And that was, uh, what was it called? Oh crap. Uh, Shackleton. Hmm. Um, uh, scotch, that one that was like named after that, uh, our Antarctic journey. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh yeah. Where they like yeah, found yeah. barrels of, or bottles of scotch. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, and then most... the company found North came out. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, our most recent blended episodes have been the Orin. Remember that? Uh, yeah. With Carl Schoen. And we've done a few Compass Box episodes since then as well. So uh, since, you know, we've done the Shackleton. So let's get into some history. Uh, Buchanan's Whiskey. Obviously, when you think of a name like Buchanan's Whiskey, it's named after someone. Okay, so I was thinking about this the other day. The other day, I was like thinking about there was a brand that named itself after like a person or a name. But that na- that person wasn't real, and I can't remember who it was. I bet J- John Hughes is probably like, "Oh, it's this one, it's this one." And no idea. Did we figure I, it no, out? No, no, it might have been uh, Harper. I think it was I.W. Harper. They uh, named it that because it just sounded American and like bourbony. I uh, might be wrong, but I think uh, it was I.W. Harper. No, Klepsig wrote in I.W. Harper. Dang it! You <laughs> ruined it. <laughs> Shout out to Ben Klepsig. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, it's not ruined. We love Ben, but I just want to see how, maybe next episode, we'll see if we can get through a whole episode. And that's why, that's the beauty of Ben Klepsig. Is, uh, <laughs> too active in the community. Too active. Dude, Shout he's out, been, hashtag. Okay, we already, okay, the seal's broken. Seal's Ben's, broken. Been, Ben's been all over Discord here, writing uh, yeah, writing uh-huh. samples or reviews Which of uh, Octomores. Yeah. Yeah, he's got some good bottles. You ever held, held a bottle of Octomore in your hands? No, but I've seen one through the glass. I was fogging up the glass as I was uh. looking. I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> And like semi arrhythmic breathing, but like still like heavy breathing. <laughs> and then before I walked away, I drew a little heart in the fog. And yeah, I- exactly. That's funny. Um. Anyway, um, we. What was I thinking? Where did I leave off? Uh. Anyway, so yeah, took it is hops, named yeah. after a person, and that person was a guy. Uh, named James Buchanan. And I'm not talking about the 15th president of the United States, the only bachelor president. Uh, No, not him. 
I'm talking about James Buchanan, who was born in Canada, the son of Scottish immigrants. But soon after he was born, his parents moved him back to Scotland very early in his life. Uh, he became, as he became an adult, he got involved in clerical work for a shipping company that I believe dealt with uh, shipping of, of whiskey and stuff. But in six, 1868, which is funny, that's the year James Buchanan, the president, died. Not a coincidence. Um, yeah, super coincidence. Uh, the Scottish James Buchanan went on to join his brother in a grain business and got involved in the whiskey trade. Uh, basically, his claim to fame was creating a much bigger market for scotch in England. So apparently, Scotland and England, yeah, they're connected for sure, uh, but they're not that connected in a lot of things. And including in the mid-1800s, scotch wasn't that big in England proper. Um and where did I leave off? Uh, yeah, so he basically brought the brand, uh, brought a brand that kicked things off, and that was Buchanan's Blend. That was what it was called. Uh, it was a blend of barrels from different Scotch distilleries, but he like made it a thing in England as opposed to Greater Island. Um, get this: in nineteen or eighteen ninety eight, James Buchanan was given the royal warrant. Uh, to supply the royal household with Buchanan's whiskey to Queen Victoria and the Prince of Wales. Nice. Uh, so this is technically a very old brand. Uh, it's been a brand since 1884. Uh, but that being said, it has been bought out a few times. The brand has. First, it was bought in 1925 by Distillers Company. Hadn't heard of that before. Hmm. And then in uh, 1986, Guinness bought the brand. And then Guinness merged with Grand Metropolitan in 1997 to become Diageo, which I didn't uh, know that about Diageo's no, history. I, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been owned by Diageo since then. So it's it's a long, long-standing brand. Uh, they do have a few varieties of whiskey as a brand. First is black and white. Not easy to find. I was looking at this. I was like, is this just a legacy brand that like no one's no one can buy these days? But it's called black and white. And I found it at a specs which means it's still in production somewhat. But uh, I, all I was seeing was handles of it. And they were probably like 20 bucks a handle. And I'll forgo my judgment this time. <laughs> um, another is Special Reserve 18-year for about 90 bucks a bottle. 90 bucks for an 18-year scotch. That's mm. pretty cheap. And then there's Buchanan's Master. Uh, it's a $40 bottle. Then there's Buchanan's Red Seal. Uh, which is a 21-year-old blended scotch, which runs about 210, uh, which is what you expect jump maybe there. of like, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, what do you expect of a 21-year-old scotch? Like, what would like, I want to say like uh, Glendronic 21 is like closer to 300 though. I don't know. Yeah. Um, eight, I'd say 250-ish. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe even a little more actually. Because, um, oh. you know, like... Uh, there's several 18 years that are in the 180. Yep. Mm -hmm. 180. And Glendro's typically around there, but they might have changed yeah. prices recently. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but we're drinking the 12 year. And now I'll say this real quick uh, concerning blended scotch. Uh, in 2009, the Scotch Whiskey Association, which we've discussed before on the podcast, made a rule that blended scotch can't just be a mix of different distilleries, single malt juice. 
it needs to include at least some single grain scotch, which single grain scotch isn't 100% barley, especially not 100% malted barley. Um, so this is going to be this is going to be a little different than a single malt for that reason. That's kind of why blended scotch gets this weird rep. Uh, think about adding like a non-barley. So, so single grain scotch includes non-barley cereal grain. You can't add other things, but you can include other grains. Yeah, like and meat, correct, for example. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the single in single grain means that it just came from a single distillery. Yes, that's it's what it means. not that it is only One corn, or yeah, it's yeah, not exactly. that it's only rye or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it can be, yeah. you know, 64% corn, whatever, whatever. And it's still mm-hmm. a single grain. Yeah. So keep that in mind when you're drinking Johnny Walker Blue. It's like, that's not 100% barley in Johnny Walker Blue, for example. There's tiny bit, at least a tiny bit of single grain whiskey in there. Uh, scotch, specifically. So anyway, uh, that's why, yeah, it gets a bad rep. Uh, but basically, the, the the purpose of like blended scotch is to make it more sweet and more drinkable. Uh, as opposed to your standard scotch, which I think is pretty drinkable. Anyway, let's get into what makes this bottle special. Like I said, this is a blended scotch. Uh, so not 100% barley, but likely mostly barley. Uh, but it does it does require single malt to be a part of it, though. It needs to be at least some single malt and at least some single grain. Um, uh, 80 proof, minimum baby, uh, 12 year. And so the minimum aged barrel needs to be at least 12 years. Uh, total wine price for a $750, $22. (laughs) And, uh, just a reminder to, to you listeners, we put this to a vote and we, we put this to a vote against traveler on Instagram Mm -hmm. and the people chose the people spoke and the people needed to know what Buchanan's deluxe tastes like more than they needed to know what traveler tastes like. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, um, what was I going to say? Oh, this is this might be the first bottle that we've ever done on the podcast that originally had a pouring spout. Yes. Uh, and I had to break it because I was having trouble pouring samples for you. Yeah. Anything with a, oh, I just poured the whole thing in this one glass. And I'll figure that out later. Yeah. Um, anything with a pour spout, man, those pour spouts, they come right off. I, it, not pour, not because I like want to drink a lot out of it, but just yeah. like, it's this just, I, I know how to pour. I can pour yeah. slowly. Thank you. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, I got to pour a little more because I didn't pour much. Those right, poor pour spouts. I'm just going to, I'm just going to pour from this glen into that glen for my isolator. One, two, three. Boom. Nailed it. One tiny drip down the side. Oh, speaking of tiny drip down the side. um, Gross, Cole. Gross. I know, right? Uh, But uh, when I was, I was pouring out a bunch of samples to, um, for the homies, homie being Brian Rapp. Very good. um, I... Uh, two occasions i like the the funnel was not doing its thing and i spilled all over my hands no and all over the floor and for like hours my hands smelled like uh like scotch uh, yeah. i don't remember exactly which one i poured throughout i could see scotch being the more pungent mm-hmm. o- the more odorous yeah yeah 
You got to yeah. get the uh, you got to get the pour spouts and just jam the pour spout in the bottle and then that's a good idea. Pour but then you gotta, you feel like you have to wash it between each one. Like a funnel's so I, easier to clean. You're right. Uh, and I poured I, twelve pours today. I will rinse between uh, oddly different whiskeys. Yeah, but you yeah. Know, if I'm do. doing this rye to that rye, I'm like whatever. But if I'm pouring like a single oak project, I'm cleaning that, John. That's what, yeah. Like I will always start with my like premium bottles first Mm -hmm. so that they get like the fresh spout. And then like I'll rinse and let it dry for a bit while I do that spout. And then I kind of hop back and forth between spouts. And this is way too much information. So you don't use a funnel when you use the spout? Not at all. You just pour right into the sample. Right into the thing. And you get the timing where like pour, 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 level out, level out, level out and done. And it's like, it's that easy. Okay. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll just buy like 10 of them. Yeah. You can buy like a 50 pack on Amazon for 15 bucks or something. That's good. (laughs) Not like you need 50 poor spots or anything, but yeah. Um, What do you think of this nose? So candy, candy sweet. Um, like a not a not a fruity candy. Um, yeah, a little like kind of buttery. Not not butterscotch, but just like a like a grandma candy kind of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this yeah, it's it is scotchy. Um, and it is sweet. Mm. But it's. Not too complex, I guess, if that makes any sense on the nose. It's just scotchy and sweet. Yeah. Zero, zero fruit. I'm really just getting, okay. It's almost like there's a little simple syrup mixed into this. Like yeah. that's, that's the kind of sweet that I'm getting. It's just like a sugary, simple syrup. Um, and I did sip already and that is very much on the palate. Where like yeah, simple syrup. You could you could give this to anybody, yeah, if they wanted a drink, and if they hated scotch, they'd still be like, yeah, it's okay, I guess. <laughs> like ah. this isn't this is so um, friendly, uh, yeah, yeah, approachable. I the palate's not bad, you know. Yeah. If I if I was told this was a fifteen year Highland Scotch, I might believe it. It's just weird because you want to like judge it. For being a, a blended scotch. But it is like surprisingly white sugar sweet. I like simple syrup you were talking about. I should have poured a little like Oban 14 or something. Just so I could I got... single malt right side by side with this. I mean, I, I do still have a little bit of my Johnny Walker. But like that's to me, that's got the same kind of just Ooh. like. Honey mellow, mellow honey sweet. Um, shout out to Ben Klepsig. Sent me this. Oh pen no, around. again. Hmm. <laughs> Huge difference. Did you just sip oh, out man, of that sample this is bottle? Good. What's that? Did you just sip out of that sample bottle? I was looking yeah, away. Yeah. Did you just well, away? it was already half open, so oh nice. But uh very big difference. And I'm glad I did that because um, this is enjoyable. It's just, I don't want to say basic, but I I mean, that's what it comes down to is they blend it so that it's 
approachable and exactly but that is that is the intent yeah and that's that's what i was reading um way back at the beginning in the beginning times of blended scotch the whole point was to be able to take a cheaper youthier product Mm -hmm. blend it so that it was more agreeable cut it with water and ultimately be able to put out a substantially cheaper product that just people are gonna like that that was the whole point of blended scotch at least from the half a paragraph that i read about five minutes before we started recording Uh no that's what it is you know i um Uh i i sipped that johnny gold um and the johnny gold had a little spice to it it was a little it definitely had a little more complexity there Mm-hmm. this buchanan has absolutely no spice it has absolutely no fruit it just yeah spice yeah. is a good word to say that with yeah because it's it's just missing yeah it's missing the journey <laughs> it's just a base scotch uh i just added water giving it the old spin j where's my stuff oh there we go What's the proof on this? I don't have it on my 80. bottle. 80 proof. Um, so we've unwhiskied it by adding water. Uh-oh. We should just get rid of it now. We're a whiskey podcast over here. Yeah. <laughs> ah, it's it's uh it is good. It's approachable. But I love that I tried it with the Penderin. It is and the, don't get me wrong, Penderin's not a scotch. Don't yell at me. Uh, but it is a single malt from UK. Uh, but yeah, it's just basic. Would I'm, this work well with a scotch cocktail? Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. Make yeah. some honey ginger thing out of this. Yeah, honey ginger thing. Yeah. Um, or uh, what's like a good scotch cocktail? Penicillin normally has to involve, and it doesn't involve much, but it has a little bit of um, uh, Islas scotch in it, hmm. at least peated scotch. I know there's there's some staple scotch cocktail. Rob Roy, is that what they call it? it? I don't know. No idea. I got to look this up. I um I could just be convinced myself now, but uh, I'm, I am getting a little spice on this. Whereas the Johnny Walker was like a pepper spice, uh, like uh-huh. literally like table salt and pepper pepper uh this buchanan's like is more of like a like a like a chili pepper kind of uh-huh. spice and, and I, again i'm i'm really reaching here because this is uh-huh. it's like a it's like a two out of ten tops flavor yeah. note that i'm really reaching for here but if i was to get any kind of spice on this it's something that's more like mouth lingery on the finish mm-hmm. like a chili pepper spice um but yeah, the water didn't do too too much else otherwise. Uh, uh, maybe a little floral actually with with water, just a smidge. I could see that. Um, Rob Roy is basically the rye or the Scotch version of a rye Manhattan mm. or a Manhattan. Mm. It's vermouth, Scotch, and Angostura bitters. See you swirling. See you. Uh, oh, I'm swirling. Ice Whoa, there's mind. more whiskey here. Or is it? Um, <laughs> it's even less scotch. Yeah, it's even now. less whiskey than it was. Yeah. Whiskey. 
Scotch honey cocktail. Penicillin. You said that earlier. Yep. Mm -hmm. That was the honey one. But I believe like a penicillin is literally like a spoon. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, like a, a float, like a, a spoon float of, of uh, Isla Scotch. They don't want to even put a lot of oh. smoke in there. Interesting. All right. Where are my eyes at? I'm behind. It's still good. I mean, it's it's not worse with ice. Um, yeah, I'll just do one one cube. It's just basic. But yeah, that being basic. said, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like give this a terrible rating. It's just not stellar. This is this is just above meh on my original um, rating secondary rating scale. Yeah. Um, the um yeah i'm not getting anything different on the nose it's, it's just though. it's just way easier to sniff now yeah, yeah. it's not bad I, actually it might even do better on ice uh which is fun yeah um but i think i know where i'm at yeah i got to think about it for a little more yeah, what? Uh, tell me about that liquid death there. What's uh, what's that flavor you got? That's not the mango. Berry right? flavored. Bury it alive. Bury it alive. My wife got me this for Valentine's Day. She got me Bury. a whole case. Nice, nice. Shows her love. You've been drinking that root beer. I got gotcha? you. Um, in and out. The problem is I'm still on my diet. Um, uh, so like soda is like a lot of calories. Oh, of course. But I'm like, it's it's not like I'm gonna like not drink them uh, because I do love them. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but for now, I, I think I've drank one since like a, you got it's like a dessert. Me. Yeah. 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 You got it. It's a treat. Yeah. Of course. Uh, what I got you is not like the sugar free version or anything. <laughs> well, if it was, I wouldn't drink it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so good because of the, the rich. Yeah. Did you ever get to try it? So we, uh, I said the next time I go to world market, I'll get some, mm -hmm. but we've been to world market several times and I haven't wow. it a single time. <laughs> oh, you don't remember. It's not like, no, you're I, like I, Oh, I should probably get that. Now I hate cool. coal. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't respect his opinion at all. Right. Well, Cole's not drinking it, so I'm not going to drink it. Mm -hmm. That's funny. Um okay, I'm going to rate this. Okay, I'm, I'm I think this is kind of generous. Getting it of a 7.85 on the on the original rating scale. Let me pull up the secondary so I can get a good idea. I do yeah. think this is good. It's right. just not like there's not a bad pour of this it's just not special right <clears throat> um and so on my on the new rating scale i'm gonna give this average a c nice okay let's see man i feel like i always come in under yet so like original scale i'll go like seven point like two like mm -hmm. just over like a seven ish yeah. um but to put some words to it I'm a, I'm sitting C minus on this. Okay. okay, okay. It, and it, it's just barely, just barely into this category. The C minus category is called something's off. Just yeah, like yeah, yeah. there's something about it that makes me think like, this is just not so great. And, mm. you know, it is going to get lost in other uh, amongst other whiskeys in my collection. That's the C totally. level. So I was kind of looking a little below that. And it's just, it's not that I'm thinking that there's something wrong about this because below that 
our D is well below average and that it clearly stands out as being bad. This doesn't yeah. clearly stand out it's as not being there, yeah. bad, but there's uh, just something about this that makes me think this is not so great. Yeah. yeah. I, this is a bottle that I would not be proud to have on my shelf and I would be proud to hand it off to someone that's getting into whiskey. Huh? It sounds that familiar. Hmm. What's that? Sounds familiar. That is a story that sounds familiar. Wait, what no. is that? This Somebody literally handed you this bottle and said, here, take it. Oh, this. that's so funny. Yeah, I got to say. You, I thought that was yeah. a joke, man. That's so funny. No, well, he just handed it off because he didn't even drink whiskey. Oh, sure. Yeah, I'm sure that's why, Cole. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's like, yeah, this is all right. <laughs> that's great, you know. Uh, was it open uh, when no, he gave it to me. you? Was yeah. it open when he gave it to you? No, it was close. It was okay, sealed. okay, okay. Yeah, so that does say something. Yeah. <laughs> I figured it was open. I figured you were at like a bottle share and he was like, hey, take That'd this home funny. with you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're into whiskey, right? You'll enjoy this whiskey. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> Do me a favor all right. here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, now it's time to move over to our next segment of the show that we like to call Whiskey World News. Welcome back, everybody. This segment of the show is called Whiskey World News. Going to read an article from the Whiskey Advocate titled Redwood Empire Dives Deeper into Grain Selection with Three New Whiskeys. This was written by Danny Brandon. So Redwood Empire, just real quick before we get into this, familiar with Redwood at all? Not too much. I've had a few of their products, but uh, haven't ever delved deep. Yeah. We should probably do that. Pretty solid, pretty middle of the road. Uh, actually, mm. Brian Duncan's got all the new cask strength ones. Oh, and everything. cool. I yeah. hear good things about the cask strengths. Yeah, they are. They are pretty solid. Yeah. But mm. uh, they've got some new products out now here. So uh, Sonoma County, California whiskey, whiskey maker Redwood Empire was founded in 2015 by Derek Benham, owner of wine and spirits company Purple Brands and master distiller Jeff Duckhorn. Duckhorn. That is a cool last name, Mr. Yeah. Duckhorn. From the start, the mission's been to create grain-to-glass whiskey that explores the terroir of the Golden Ah, State. And now Redwood Empire is diving deeper into grains with three new whiskeys. First one's name is Foggy Burl. Foggy Burl. So Foggy Burl is Redwood Empire's first attempt at an American single malt. Its production totaled 27 barrels made using seven different malt varieties. Redwood Empire uses a combination of both light and dark malts from three different malt houses. The bulk of the barley comes from Admiral Maltings, a malt house based in Alameda, California. It was aged for at least four years in toasted char number three barrels and is bottled at 47% ABV. 7,200 bottles were produced, priced at $100. Devil's Tower is the second one. It is a high rye four grain bourbon blended from 25 barrels of Redwood Empire's own make, made from a mash bill of 51% corn, 45% rye, 2% wheat, and 2% malt. These grains come by way of Adams Grain Company, a family-owned grain supplier in Sacramento Valley, which has collaborated with Redwood Empire. It was aged for at least five years in toasted char number three barrels and is bottled at 49.5% ABV. Only 6,000 bottles released, suggested retail price of $80. And the last one with the coolest name, Screaming Titan. Screaming Titan is another five-year-old four-grain bourbon, and it was made with a high wheat mash bill, 59% corn, 30% wheat, 7% rye, 4% malted barley, 
Unlike the other whiskeys in the series, Screaming Titan isn't isn't entirely distilled by Redwood Empire. Similar to the Emerald Giant Rye, the blend also includes distillate from Indiana and Kentucky. Foggy Burl and Devil's Tower both saw a nationwide retail launch last week, uh, and this article was written February 8th, so pretty... Mm -hmm pretty uh recent i have personally seen uh devil's tower in total wine and oh, really? i think i think brian even picked up a foggy burl already too nice. i have not seen screaming titan yet because apparently screaming titan won't be released until next month redwood empire which currently produces only four barrels a day teased oh, that wow. it has plans to start construction on a larger distillery later this year so is is redwood empire known for not sourcing uh because I think I heard they were mostly, mostly MGP stuff. Um, but I I, oh, I love that they're making their own stuff in a lot of these these varieties here. You're right. I, I think you're right. Unconfirmed that they are mostly MGP stuff, but they recently mm-hmm. started to come out with their own bottled and bonds. That's cool. That was a that was about a year, year and a half ago, maybe. Four years, baby, minimum. Yeah. Um, I will say though, uh huh, killing it on the bottle art. Yeah, yeah they got some cool stuff i mean and the screaming titan bottle looks yeah. like epic there's this like dark ghostly figure yeah it looks like, like a sasquatch darker up at yeah it's like if i see a screaming titan i might just have to buy it because of the bottle art like their bottle art is insanely awesome <laughs> i mean and the cool thing too is that they're putting out some four grains i don't know why more people aren't doing four grains don't get me wrong like you know people are like like you don't hear about them often but i True. think it's kind of cool well like people are like would you want wheat do you want rye why not both yeah um, and when it's dip, well i most often when it's four grain it is a blend mm-hmm. right uh um, not that i know of actually oh yeah oh. uh i cannot answer that actually i don't okay. know anything about that i definitely have heard of several four grains that are that a weeded and a rye mixed yeah, I remember I didn't having even know you call it that. Yeah, I remember having that like epiphany feel of like, oh, so they just blend it afterwards and it is ultimately comprised of four different grains. Do um, you do you know if like Buffalo Traces E.H. Taylor four grain was that? I'm pretty sure that's what oh, I wow. heard this about, and that's what made me realize this. Now research Surprising. to be done. Do your own yeah. research. Tell me how wrong I am in the YouTube comments. Yeah, yeah. But uh yeah, <laughs> pretty sure. Pretty sure. That's cool. Sort of. <laughs> Are yeah, you I less like impressed that. now? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, because I thought it was uh, a new mash bill from Buffalo Trace when they did yeah. the four grain. I was like, oh, they spent time setting aside a four grain mash. Yeah. Yeah. I, we, we can. So that was that. a killer bottle. 2017's uh, four grain from E.H. Taylor. That's what I hear. Great bottle. Yeah. That's what I hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, moving into what's, what whiskey would you choose? Let's do it. Let's so last week, last week on Instagram, we polled you. We just asked you to tell us your favorite personal backstory about a whiskey that you own. Mm-hmm. We got a couple yeah. write-ins. A couple yeah. people ventured to tell us a little story about them. So Marco and AZ reached out. So Marco said, uh, finding out that Arizona had four bottles of Glen Grant 18. So he bought one for Cole. Love that. <laughs> that was for I was wedding. stoked. I mean, you should have uh, been there, Brian. I was like, 
<laughs> I was like making a fool of myself how excited I was for that oh. bottle. Did he give it to you at the wedding, like as a groomsman? It was at the rehearsal thing? dinner, uh, dinner, perfect. basically. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> Did you open it right then and there? Heck yeah. Yeah. Uh, awesome. And I shared it with the uh, father of the bride and stuff yeah. like that. And of course, Marco and Jordan. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. That's the best kind of story. Oh, totally. Yeah. Uh, oh no, here it is again. Ben Klepsig, uh, Matt wrote in. So, uh, <clears throat> he picked up a red breast 21 for 200 euros in the nice. Netherlands and he drove an hour to get it. Special occasion, that. special occasion bottle only. Yeah. Like I love the idea of driving an hour in the net, uh, driving I would, an hour. I would drive Netherlands. an hour for a $200 red breast 21. I mean, the, <laughs> yeah, the euro is pretty close to a dollar these days, but I wonder how he found out about it. Like, was he like Seriously? shopping online and like yeah. checking in store availability or something? Yeah, let I us wonder. know, Ben. <laughs> uh, and then, and then uh, we got uh, yeah, a, you... a new writer. And this is a good friend of mine, uh, Matt Gordon. Uh, he said, he wrote in and said, my dad got a bottle of, uh, 12 year McAllen Sherry cask at his wedding and let me open it about 15 years later at my college graduation with him. He said the cork was so old and dry that it broke, uh, half of it and fell inside the, uh, broke it half. Yeah. It fell inside the bottle. Uh, when we used a wine and he had to use a wine opener to get it or yeah, to get the rest of it out. <laughs> Have you ever uh, had a yeah, bottle like stories like that? It just make a whiskey special for sure. Yeah. That, ha- Especially- that happened to me with the 2014, um, uh, a four roses limited me and Brandon hunt from bourbon charity opened it in like 2021, Ooh. like seven years later. And it yeah. definitely broke off and we had to like get a corkscrew. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I haven't had that happen to any of my bottles, but uh, mm-hmm. I was at a uh, buddy's house and, um, and we went to open, uh, like, I think it was like, a Glenn Farkless or uh-huh. I can't remember exactly what, but it was a 20 something. And, uh, nice. sure enough, you know, a bottle been on, been around for a while and it yeah. ended up falling in and I was like, yeah, we might want to get that out of there. <laughs> Apparently you can like kind of slowly, rehydrate it by like putting the bottle on its side every now and then so that's right yeah before you're gonna drink it yeah well and even um oh yeah i guess that makes sense to do just like you know soon before you open it i guess yeah but um in general maybe about every three four months or so i usually go through and just like flip all my bottles upside down for i don't know that's good four seconds or something just to make sure that doesn't happen. <laughs> My uh, 2014 Eagle Rear 17. I'm definitely going to have to keep an eye on all that stuff. So yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um. All right. So we got a question this week, and uh, I hope we get some great write-ins for this one. But I haven't even thought of my answer yet. But what is it? Brian? What is the? Question? Oh, I got. I I got you. I'll go first. Nice. So uh, this week we're we're pulling you on Instagram. Hope you let us know over there that uh, we want to know what your favorite cork top is. Yeah. And don't just say blends. All right. Yeah. Don't, I mean, you don't, can say blends. No, no, you but can we'll say judge you. <laughs> Uh, uh what is your favorite cork top the cork top you look down and you're like yeah or like maybe it oh, makes I it think super, I know the answer to this super identifiable for you or just like something when you see it you're just like oh yeah that's the one yeah and uh so mine is a bottle that brian duncan picked up for me in uh-huh. oklahoma of all places nice it is the it is a world whiskey society bottle oh cool and it, 
it is a, a ported bourbon or sorry it is a weeded bourbon finished in port and nice. and it's got a 10-year age statement too so it's a 10-year weeded bourbon finished in port and believe it or not it was distilled in oklahoma like it's nice. from an oklahoma distillery that's pretty um, cool you don't see that often i know right and uh i i think it's just a thing that world whiskey society does they put ridiculous toppers on there so uh -huh. if so if you're out there listening here, just Google World Whiskey Society toppers, I guess that'll yeah. probably do. And mine is a, a, a rose gold colored unicorn okay. reared up on its back legs with with the unicorn um, spike coming straight. Wow. Up. Like it's Not what crazy. I expected <laughs> from something called the World Whiskey Society. I know. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I would have expected them to take themselves a little more seriously than that, which isn't a bad thing. I know. It's like great. when we when he saw that, it was like, yeah, OK, please give me one, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am between two. Um, one is a barrel uh, silver or gold. Yeah, silver label or gray label, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Cause they're like metal. Oh and yeah. Like, and they got a cool, the, 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 um, what do you call it? The, uh, the labeling sticker thing goes oh, like through it. Like the tax yeah. strip. Oh yeah. yeah. Like the tax strip thing. Yeah. It goes like through the metal yeah. topper of the mm -hmm. cork, which I like that. And you could like, you could like kill a man with that thing if you threw it hard enough. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and then the other one is just stag specifically george t stag because if you saw a uh, like if you saw a eagle rare size uh cork top of of that stag like label you know like that stag brand label you know then you'd be like oh this is big but i think yeah. i'm gonna go with uh barrel for that reason because i'm just i i chose gts because of the you know the amazingness that that whiskey is as opposed to the actual top so yeah. I'm going to go with a barrel gray label. We'll call it seagrass. Nice. I almost went with George T. Stag. Just the, yeah. the logo. Yeah, the antler man, thing. Yeah. The logo just like gets me. Like when yeah. I see the cork with the logo, I'm just like, mm -hmm. that's a bottle that I want. But I guess that's, yeah. you know, like you said, more about the bottle than the cork. But yeah. It's the association. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, no, I like that. I'm sure people out there, some people might choose like Rock Hill Farms or like IW Harper 15 or um stuff like that so yeah oh yeah yeah rock hill yeah big old knob knobby kind of glass my top. problem with rock hills is it's too hollow like it's oh, cool I, I, and I it's glass know. and it's but it's like it's like in the middle it's just hollow glass you know oh okay yeah i've never handled one i didn't know if it oh, was really? like solid through or or no, what yeah it's, it's like hollow yeah huh. um but yeah vote this week we want to hear from you and um Okay, so I think next week, are we... Okay, so we haven't talked about this beforehand, but we have something coming in that's from... Um, what is it? Uh, Garrison the, Brothers. Garrison I almost called it Balcones, but yes. <laughs> Close. Garrison Brothers. <laughs> um, a Texas distillery. Um, and should we do that? Or should yeah. we wait a week? Okay, let's do nah. that. So yeah, let's do, do you remember that. what it is? Yep, uh, it's the Guadalupe. It's the port-finished port Garrison Brothers. I'm going to quote Nacho Libre when I say, she hails from the Oaxaca Parish of the Sisters, Ladies, Mountains, Hearts of Guadalupe. 
<laughs> love that movie. I love the the where he's up against the wall and he like squeezes his cheeks oh, in. It's my favorite scene in the whole movie where he's like, I'm just gonna quote it because I gotta get it out. Um Ignacio, where are your robes? They were uh, a stinky. Well, these are my recreation pants. They look expensive. Well, thank you. I mean, um, they may have the appearance of riches, but beneath the clothes you find a man, and beneath the man you find his nucleus. <laughs> Such a good movie. Definitely the greatest comedy of all time. Yeah, that sounds like a total ad lib thing from Jack Black too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like like. Like I couldn't imagine what was actually on the script versus right. that. Because it probably like, just ended with like beneath this is a man, and then he just kept. Yeah, going. <laughs> I bet that was it too. Yeah, nucleus. <laughs> mm. I have a bunch of stickers from Christmas that I basically bought for other people, um, but uh, I kept a few for myself for Christmas. It was like a white elephant thing, and they were just uh, like like bumper stickers of uh nacho libre things and this one nice. is nucleus <laughs> <laughs> and then this one is they don't think i know a buttload of crap about the gospel but i do <laughs> <laughs> and then this one is save me a piece of that corn <laughs> i love it it's such a good movie if you don't believe me or you haven't seen it just watch that movie and just keep an open mind yes it's jared hess but it is so good so yes, it's and I don't even like um Jack Black that much, but that movie is so good. Oh, see, I like Jack Black that much. Yeah. He's like, I just he like a long time ago, uh several years ago, he started a YouTube channel. Uh yeah, oh, cool. it was called it was called Jablinski Games, like <laughs> like JB Jack Black Jablinski. Oh, cool. uh, I think that was just like a nickname for him or something. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Jablinski Games, and it was like supposed to be like all about like gaming. Like he uh -huh. played it up like it was like a gaming channel. We're gonna like review games yeah. and stuff. But then every single video would just be him running off doing random stuff and then at the end of the video he'd be like sorry guys no games today it was just like, like <laughs> none of the videos were about games at all but it was called Jablinski games yeah that, uh, and all the videos funny. it was just like 20 minutes worth of just him like i don't know skateboarding with his son in the backyard or okay. walking around disneyland or i don't know they were but they were gold and though. then he'd I be was. like sorry guys no games today yeah at, at the, the end Disney of the video World. he'd always be like sorry guys no games today <laughs> Yeah, he could like overdo it sometimes, but that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, that's why I like don't love him. Is like sometimes he just like like in like School of Rock or like uh, even right. like the Mario. I didn't even watch Mario, but I was like he's kind of overdoing it with the Peach. Oh stuff. yeah, yeah. I forgot that but, he was Bowser in Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's such a good movie. He's like, ah, oh. there's yeah, just I so hope, many uh, good lines in Nacho Libre where I'm like. Uh, yeah have you seen it you know who loves it like who loves that movie um uh, just as much as i do uh brandon um chamness's wife and me oh. like connected over that movie awesome like we, were, we just both watch it and just quote it the whole time like one time we like what we had this night where we were just like we're just gonna watch nacho libre like and invite as many friends as we want and we're just gonna try to quote it as it goes it was awesome amazing. yeah uh i've definitely seen it multiple times but mm -hmm. i haven't seen it in like probably like five or six years at least Perfect. 
So yeah, definitely do for, watch, for a watch. And, uh, Has Sam and yeah, seen it? uh, I think we watched it. Okay. Like the last time I saw it was with her, but that okay. might've been the first time she ever watched it. And I don't know. We, we might not have paid attention uh, too oh. closely. So it might be due for a rewatch. Yeah. So many good lines. There's the line where, where he like goes off and he like, he's like, he like goes into the wilderness and like, um, basically like suddenly Chancho finds him or maybe it was Escalito finds him in the wilderness. He's like, how'd you find me? Cause he was like out, you know, in the middle of nowhere. And like, we saw you from the village. <laughs> it's just like not that far from the yeah, village. It's so it's so good. <laughs> oh man. Love that movie. So anyway, yeah. we've gone really long. I know. Yeah. We're going to drink Guadalupe and I'm going to quote that next week again from the sisters, ladies, mountains, hearts of Guadalupe. Um, but it's going to be good. What is, what's special about it? It's like a sherry finish. It, or something? it is the port finish port finish. That's right. Yep. Why do they call it Guadalupe? Well, I guess it's Texan. So don't know. Yeah. Well, that is for you to week. find out. Yeah. On the history segment next week. Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, I hope uh, our listeners had a good time. I feel like this episode was a fun time and uh i'm looking forward to after this uh destroying you at a re-entry buzz episode and listeners if you haven't watched a re-entry buzz episode yet i hope you will yeah i hope you get in there and subscribe and mm -hmm. uh and check out that re-entry buzz because honestly They're short if none of y'all are even watching that cole and i are going to keep enjoying it because it, yeah. it's so much it's so much yeah, fun, fun. <laughs> but uh additionally i hope that nacho libre is streamable for free somewhere because it's done I hope, well, I, I know that I already have it downloaded uh, to my to my account on yes. YouTube or whatever, or like Google Movies or whatever. But I hope that our listeners will too. But most of all, Brian and listeners and Nacho Libre and Jack Black out there, we hope that our love of whiskey lifted your spirits. We are drinking some Buchanan's Deluxe 12 year. No, I, I, I didn't like any of that. I didn't like it. Okay. Up right. to you. All right. Last try. Mm -hmm. Here you go. <laughs>